The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor as a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Um, today is my sister's birthday, Anne. It's the 28th of March, 2018. Happy birthday to my sister, and I love you. Um, big day in the family. And um, as I always say, stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat. I am a winner, I am a champion, I am unstoppable. Why? Because everyone's heard me talking about all the things I'm doing to myself mentally, how I've changed so much of my subconscious mind, how I'm training. The training here, and by the way, I'm going to bring them in momentarily. We got our good pal Roger LaPointe. As everyone knows, or if you don't know, Roger was my first guest It'll be four years, September 27th of this year. Can you imagine four years of the best podcasting out there? Why? I know that, but I know what people tell me that have been listening to people out there. And all the big names, you know, I'm not giving them any press. They like this the best. And I'll tell you one thing. Um, whether it's Martin Janzix, Charlie Oliphant, or anybody... Um, last night I spoke with Paul Becker of Earth Pulse and Douglas Graham, who's very involved with a lot of the web things with me. And for anybody that doesn't know, we have the Manly Men's Movement out there. That page is going berserk. I want more and more people put out articles. There's a discussion board. Get involved. This has all and everything to do with manhood. And the articles and the videos are absolutely incredible. This is going to crack some of the biggest stuff open you've ever seen in the universe. And we need your help. So keep getting out there. I was asked for over two years, are you ever going to have anything like that? Because you guys talk about so much of that. But I want to get to this with Paul and Douglas because we're doing a lot of work. I'm back on board with Earth Pulse Systems, which in my opinion is probably the greatest biomagnetic field device you've ever used for recovery, you name it. But now he's come out with a stim machine that is unstoppable. And he just sent me one, and we are now going to affiliate, do affiliate programs with Paul. We're in the middle of it right now. Uh, A lot of changes with SEO, and we have a brand new hydrating product that I'm going to be announcing very shortly that I'm running tests with the president and the VP of sales, that this stuff is incredible. We already have one major high school football program involved in it. Um, probably next week the name's going to come out, and we are going to affiliate affiliate with them too. Um, the people I'm, I'm involved with are absolutely top game, and their stuff is top. We aren't going to do a lot of things with a lot of people. We're going to stick with a small circle and improve upon it and bringing more and more wealth in here. Also, too, uh, FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Go out to Winners and Champions, Inc. 
Um, the best products to this point I've ever produced. There's 14 modules there. If you want to learn how to do heist shrugs, um, dips, pullovers, sandbag work, um, stone work, you name it, I do it all. Each module, other than one, is a minimum of 30 minutes, and you can. it's an encyclopedia. If you love this show, you'll love this product, and the price is very reasonable, and I would like to sell 10 of them this week. And I mean it when I say it. I stand behind it totally. Also, too, don't forget to go out to our Prosperity Conscious page at com. That talks all about donations, giving to the company, because we give so much. And when you go out and read about prosperity, this is all about the changing of your mindset. We don't come from lack. There's three categories. There's a 25, 50, and 100. You're getting free stuff with each donation that goes directly in my PayPal account. Look, most people are charging for their shows. We don't do that. But we do expect and we we would love for you to donate and buy our products. That's the reason why we don't charge for this show. And I'm telling you right now, and I'll ask Roger this first question when we bring him in. I was told by two people, and one recently we had Dr. William Wong on here, who everybody loves. He's a favorite. And we talked about motivation and muscle, and we talked about the Manly Men's Movement because he and Douglas and I were the architects of this whole program. I might as well say Frank DeMeo is too because he's so involved in it. He's outstanding. And I, other than Roger... Dr. Wong and Roger have known me the longest, long before we even set upon this path. So they know my personality, and I've done business with both of them through the years because they're exceptional. And Dr. Wong said a couple things to me, and I know Roger will appreciate this, and we'll get him in momentarily. We were talking about Eminem, and one of the things he said that we've got over everybody, he says, You've got content like you don't hear out there. He says, you're not an infomercial. He says, when you guys talk, when we talk, there's guts and there's solutions and there's real-world strength in everything. You know, we're not worried about six-pack abs. We're not preaching ill health either. But he said, you guys and myself, you know, we're out lifting big things. We're involved. We love it. We love the strength world, the power world. And then the second thing he said to me among many was, he said, and this he's the second person to say it, because I don't have the first name, person's permission to use their name, and I won't do that. He said, you are the Perry Raider of the radio. Now, if that isn't the finest compliment I could ever receive, I don't know what is. Perry Raider's Iron Man I'm being compared to now. And now Milo has ended their 25-year run. There's not much left out there. We can have magazines, but the circulation isn't there. This is the show. The people on here are the players, the family. This is what we need to do. So we'll we'll talk more about that down the road, obviously. Don't forget to go out to our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power, the Manly Men's Movement on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. We want to get Roger real involved with that, too. We'll talk about that. Also, too, I'm doing right now free, whether you're in Skype or, or New York. If you're in New York, come up to, here to the FBC Steel and Stone Yard. I'll give you the best hour you've ever had training. But right now, I'm doing things where we can do strategy meetings, okay? 
And when you do strategy, we'll sit down for free and come up with a program. Now, you don't have to be in New York. If you're anywhere in the world, we can do a Skype call because, as you know, I'm all over the world. So think about that. Advertising on Motivation and Muscle, the rates are cheap. Come on in here. Advertise your product. Let's work together for the next 30 years. Send me a note. I will call you personally. I don't do anything through email unless it's something quick and easy. Um, it's a sign of respect, and that's what you need to work with now. That's what we do. So, as I said, we got Roger on here. I'm going to give you some information on him. Number one, he's the president of Atomic Athletic. He's an Olympic lifter and competitor, stone lifter and strength historian. Raj, welcome back to the show. It's always an honor to have you on, my friend. Great. Thanks, Eric. You are welcome. Anything I missed? You know, give out the website, and we'll get started on a big topic today. It's called Get Back, so take it away. Yeah, uh, well, you know, Get Back, it's uh, obviously looking back, but uh, in my opinion, the idea is more of a uh, back-to-basics yep. concept than a uh, just-look-at-the-past. Yep. The uh, it, You know... We've learned a lot in uh, the world of weightlifting and that sort of thing. Uh, there's a reason the uh, totals at weightlifting contests are going up. Uh, that being said, uh, I love looking at the really old stuff, the uh, pre-drug era stuff, yep. uh, because you had some amazing strength athletes at that time. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, the the things that they did are still pretty unbelievable. Mm-hmm. There's uh, it, one of the things that I'm going to be sort of weaving in and out of our conversation here is uh, I grabbed an issue of Strength and Health magazine, yep. which was uh, York Barbell's publication for over 50 years. Uh, this particular issue is February 1947. And it's got John Grimmick on the cover. <clears throat> the uh, Most of what I'm going to refer to here is under the headline, A Streamlined Strength Show. And the author is none other than Vic Tanny. Yep. You know, it, people think of Vic Tanny with the old Vic Tanny clubs that, you know, they had a... Uh, uh, back in the day, they had a lot of chromed equipment and they'd have a small swimming pool and, uh, it, you know, it, it got kind of, uh, you know, pared down to basics because, you know, I think the, uh, I think the bean counters got involved Yeah. once, it, you know, they became really commercialized and franchised all over the country and whatnot, uh, and eventually bought up by the Bally's. System, yep. but people forget that Vic Tanny was a lifter. Yep, he, you know he was Southern California lifter, and you know did clean and jerks and snatches, and uh, you know worked out on Muscle Beach and did hand balancing and stuff like that. So <clears throat> this uh, show that he put on back in the forties, uh, you know, would be something that any one of us would have wanted to see. It is, you know, you had 
Mr. Americas. You had performing strongmen. Uh, the great Mac Bachelor yep. did uh, a wrist wrestling contest at this event. It is you know it goes on and on. We uh, did uh, not to interrupt you. We did a lot about him. You remember we did a show. Yeah, yep. Absolutely. Yep. It, you know, uh, I'm a big fan. The uh, well, and you know he he's a great example of somebody who was you know using kettlebells before kettlebells were you know supposedly invented by the Russians and <laughs> twenty yeah. years ago. Yep. Something. It, you know they they weren't invented twenty years ago. <laughs> they, you know, yeah. there were guys using kettlebells well over a hundred years ago. Yep. Uh, and, hell, 120 years ago, they were being manufactured in the United States. So, you know, <clears throat> you had guys like Mac Bachelor training with them in all kinds of different shapes and sizes for his strongman act and doing you know, bit parts in the Hollywood movie industry, that sort of thing. Uh, And, you know, there's a lot of history of that sort of deal going on, you know, especially with guys like Joe Bonomo uh, Mm -hmm. being stuntmen in the movies where, you know, you see a big giant guy and probably – that guy got that way because he can do something. Yep. So you had a lot of these big guys that weren't just standing around. They were actually doing their own stunts and they were doing other people's stunts yep. because they could. Yep. And hey, you know, they're making extra money with it, which is a great thing. <clears throat> well, I'll, here, here's what I'll, I'll, when we talk about getting back to. When I approached Roger with this concept, if anybody and everybody's probably seen Rocky Three, where in Rocky Three, not only did Rocky lose Mick, but he lost his heavyweight crown to Clubber Lang. By far, when you watch any of the Rocky movies, and I and, and this, tell people who Clubber Lang was if they forget. Sure. Clubber Lang obviously was the big guy, the black guy who was the villain in the movie, who was vicious with his punching, he was ruthless with his tongue, and he saw and he felt that Balboa at that point was the biggest phony in the world. He was being carried. But as we go along through the movie, Mick says to him when they when he finally says, I'm retired, and he takes off at that press conference, and obviously... Clubber says some things about Rocky's wife. He 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 infuriates him enough where now he's going to get a shot at the title. But when he sits down with Mickey, you know, Mick says to him, we don't need this, you know, and he was packing his suitcase. He says, where are you going? And he says, on a permanent vacation. Why are you doing this? And he said, Rock, you don't have it anymore, basically. He said, what happened is you became civilized. And this is something I don't ever want to even see in myself or anybody either. It's one thing to conduct yourself like a gentleman, but in the back of all of our minds, if you haven't already been toasted by the feminists out there, you still want to be a man. You want to get better. You want to get stronger. And what happens, especially in that Rocky movie, is Mick agreed with it, but they didn't go back 
and train at, at the old gym. They were in more of a Hollywood setting, and there was nothing that could be done, and Rocky took this very lightly. Well, we all know in the first round it was, he was knocked out, KO. As he went into, because Mick couldn't be in his corner, because he had, it looked like he had a heart attack, and they got him into the to the room where they changed and got ready. So Rocky walks in, and Mick is laying there, and he, you know, obviously he's pretty close to dying, and he can barely open his eyes, and he says, you know, what round? He said first, and he said, well, what was it? TKO. And he says, I knew we did good. I knew we'd win. And Rocky, obviously, can't even see out of one eye, and he's all beat up. And that's when Mick says to him, I love you, kid. And that was it. And when I said get back, obviously, we know the film and, you know, he now works with Apollo Creed, the most unlikely one ever to work with Rocky. And we know he trains totally different, but he fights it for quite a while to a point where they thought he couldn't do it anymore. And for once, Rocky admits to fear. And I think that's with a lot of people, a lot of us. We, there's things we used to do very well. There's places we could go and do very well. But for some damn reason, we can't get there anymore. And the reasons and and the verbiage is so long. Rogers trained people. He does. I do. And you'll hear things like this. Well, I'm a little bit older now. I have a family. Um, I'm a fat slob. That was one thing that was said to me a few weeks ago, and the person was not allowed to stay here. Um you know, I'm not as strong as I was 25 years ago. Um, I don't know. You know, I've got injuries. Uh, you know, um, I don't know if I can spare uh, uh, two hours a week. You know, I'm too busy watching stupid virtual shows that mean nothing. Or I'm on my phone. So when I thought about this topic and, and the revelation of Rocky, which which really sows the thread through so many of us, there's so many of us who need to get back to get the life back and improve upon the life that we gave up long ago. And we're sitting here right now and look around what's going on everywhere in society. And that fucked up news, man. Everything. If you listen to that, you're a vegetable. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to do a show, and I've been hesitating for two years to do this because... It's going to be so graphic, I don't know where it will, where and what will happen with it, but it's time. And this is just like the butt of it right here with getting back. Here's the thing, folks. It's time to turn your back on what's going on out there. I'm not say, saying to not become educated. You should know what's going on around you, your surroundings, very important. You should know where your kids are. You should have dinner with your kids every night. And you should take interest in what they do. But here's a deal that I've said over and over. We said it on the Bill Crawford show the other day. Our pal Nicole Davis, who's brand new to the family, who was absolutely outstanding. And the stuff we talked about was unbelievable. Few women I know have ever come on here and admitted to depression after a child. Not only that, 
She's incredible with a circus dumbbell. She's already shouldering stones, and this girl is not big at all. And she is of Japanese ancestry. And Bill and I talked about it, and Nicole and I, I even went out and already did research and went back and forth with her. We're talking within the next few years, we're going to take a a trip to Japan. Roger might even know this, but I want to finish this whole thing and give it back to him. We're going to talk, we talked about the Shinto monks and the Shinto stones that they lifted in these Shinto temples. Unbelievable. I just found out last week something I didn't know. I brought it up to Bill, and Bill, of course, is an encyclopedia. But getting back quickly, and I'm going to give it right to Roger, is this. Health. Okay? Paramount. I don't care about anything else. The strength, the power. Who doesn't want that? I mean, guys like Roger and I eat it. I wouldn't give it up. I told Roger I'd rather just get rid of myself than live weak. I never, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's not in me. And men and women, your kids too, you need to get healthy. You need to do things that are going to create health. Now, everyone's going to say body exercises. Yeah, that's good. I believe in teaching that first here. I believe you should become very intimate with body weight training. You know, you know my feeling on barbells. You know the work I'm doing with John McKean right now. It is unbelievable. When I can get on the caloric intake I want to do and a few other things, my God, I bet you I'll go to Iceland and lift that stone at 320 pounds, and I have the goal of moving it like a 180-pounder. You think I'm fooling? I'm not. If you've seen some of the stuff we're doing here, what John's doing, John just turned 70 years old. And he's cracking the shit out of the power rack. And his son, I'll, and I'll, I'll publicize this. He doesn't mind. His 12-year-old grandson, that's Sean's son, that you read about him and Robbie years ago in Hard Gainer. That kid is 12 years old. He's been doing the mashing middies, as I call him. He's doubled his bench press. This kid, when he goes out for football this fall, I shudder the opposing team. As I believe he's going to be a running back, too. You won't be able to tackle this kid. This kid will wreck you right into the ground. Um, but, you know, as I said, to get back, we Roger said it right in the beginning, we need to get back to basics. I still believe the barbell is the best mode to use to get started and continually do it as you might add on sandbags or stones. Because I'll tell you right now, we talked about the tombstone movement shouldering that Ode Hagen had in the Arnold. I've been doing that for years. You start shouldering things and working whatever else you want, you do the mid-range rack work, you'll be unstoppable. I don't care what age you are either. And we're going to put this program out there, and there isn't anybody that can't do it. But for right now, to get back, got to get back to the basics. You've got to put your health first. You get your health cooking the rest of the world's going to start falling in line. And that includes your wife or your husband or your kids. And you're going to be a force where they're all going to want to be involved and emulate. That's more important than anything. It's all yours, Roger. Yeah. The, uh, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, you get back to uh, basics. You're talking about 12-year-olds. Uh, Jackson's going to be 11 soon. Yep. And uh, he's really gotten into basketball. Yep. I don't think he's quite uh, realized that, you know, his dad has 
really great genetics for uh, uh, being a uh, what used to be called a middleweight weightlifter. Sure. Uh, at five three, not yep. a lot of NBA players, but he's really into it. And yep. one of the things that he has been doing, and I, I cannot compliment him enough on it, is he does the weight room three days a week, yep. and his program right now is built around repetition, clean grip, deadlifts. Yep. And we're, you know, he's still young, so he's still only 10 years old. Uh, he weighs 68 pounds. Yep. And he does a couple warm-up sets where he gets heavier weight, and then at 95 pounds, he does five sets of five. Very good. That's very good. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it, unbelievable. Now, here's the unbelievable thing, though. Uh, this uh, community center where he plays basketball, it has this gym. So we have him do his deadlifts after he's been playing basketball. Okay. So, you know, he's already done two hours of uh, you know, shooting baskets and running up and down the court and all that sort of thing. He's got a lot of energy. Yep. Uh, well, I was working out down there, waiting for him to finish up so that he could do his deadlifting, right? Sure. I've got a couple power racks. It's pretty cool. And uh, one of the 19-year-old guys says, is that your son right there? I'm like, yeah. He says, that – that kid's not afraid of anything on the court. Mm-hmm. Like, cool. He says, how much weight did he have right there? And how much does he weigh? I said, well, he's got 95 pounds. He's, you know, I still have him doing mostly repetition and technique work. And he says, yeah, yeah, his technique's perfect. I'm like, nah, you know, we can modify this and that and whatever. He says, no. We had guys on my high school basketball team who couldn't do 95-pound deadlifts. Right. I was like, what? I was, high schooler couldn't do his own body weight or less than his own body weight in uh, deadlifting? He's like, oh, yeah, none of them can. It's terrible. I said, that's, that's ridiculous. ridiculous. It, it, you know, if these guys went into the weight room and just did nothing but, you know, power cleans, right? they would improve their basketball game. He says, oh, yeah, I know. And th- this guy was doing them. He's doing hang cleans. He was doing deadlifts. He was squatting. Uh, you know, he's out of high school now, and he plays basketball on sort of an adult league kind of thing. Uh, got a job, whatnot, and uh, he says, "Yeah, they uh, they don't want to hurt themselves." Exactly. And I said, "Well, that's why they're no good." And he says, "Yeah, you're right." He said, "They're all scared." And I, I said, "How do you now at five foot three? I'm going to be honest, and this probably is not going to come as a shock." I cannot slam dunk a basketball. <laughs> right, right. But 
looking at guys slam dunking basketballs, they're not doing it if they're afraid of getting hurt in the process. There's The only guys who are doing it are the ones that are 100% committed. Because I see some very tall guys who can't do it. And I see some guys who are, uh, you know, 5'10", who are slam dunking. And those guys, it's... It's 100% commitment. So, you know, 100% commitment doesn't leave any room for failure. You, you do it. And, it, you know, I I look at the exercises that people should be doing. And the, uh, you know, it, it's funny, this uh, particular Strength and Health magazine, uh there's a lot of emphasis on the various Mr. Americas in here. Yeah. And you look at them, and they look like what Mr. America should look like, right? Yeah. And, you know, small waist, huge shoulders, big broad chest, all that kind of deal. And uh, then they go over the exercises, and they're doing standing presses. They're doing squats. Uh, they're doing cleans. Yeah, they're doing some curls. Uh, some of them are also doing uh, things like, well, it, you know, you had national champions in Olympic lifting, some with world records like Steve Stanko. Yeah. Who were also Mr. America. So how did they build that physique? So I, I, I laugh when these guys say, well, you know, I don't want to lift heavy because I don't want to uh, ruin my physique. Yeah, okay. Great, yeah. Okay, you keep up with your program there. Uh, lots of mirror posing and lots of light concentration curls with the uh, dumbbells. Uh, and... Uh, Show me how good you look in a couple of years because it's not going to be impressive in a positive way. Yep. The, uh, those guys really train. Guys like Bill Pearl could – now, Bill told me he had no technique for doing things like snatches, right? Uh, and his clean and jerk was more like a press. But he could do a 350-pound clean and press. Right. So, you know, is he was he ever going to win the national championships at his body weight with a snatch that wasn't much more than his body weight because he didn't have coaching in that? Probably not. That's not going to happen, really. But did he do them? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did genuine uh, lifting exercises. Yep. And uh, it's that's that's what happened. And we got the phone ringing here. Let's yeah, that, see. that's not a good thing. Well, that's good if uh, yeah, if it's we, business. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's unplugged right now. So I'll get back to whoever that is. Anyway. Well, uh, yeah, it's a, you know, I look at the exercises and, you know, the uh, Vic Tanny 
you know, yep. known for the bodybuilding gyms. The second person he talks about after the various uh, listings of what went on in the second paragraph, uh, a guy named Walter Marcian. Probably never heard of him. Nope. Professional strongman. Middleweight kind of guy. What's he talk about? <laughs> the guy's amazing one-hand snatch of 204 pounds. Nope. With a barbell. It's, it, you know, at the time, the world record had just recently been set by a Russian, where was that name? Uh, Amberzman with 212 pounds. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, one-hand barbell snatches. That's a cool exercise. I like that. Yep. I like but, them as a uh, regular exercise, too. I like one-hand barbell pulls. That's awesome. Uh, even with a light weight going really high for technique, that sort of thing. But the, uh, the basis... You can't beat heavy high poles. Right. It's, you know, you go a little bit lighter than what you do with a deadlift. Use your uh, clean grip instead of an alternate deadlift grip. But make sure you get it above your belly button for your pull. Yep. And uh, if you're worried about getting that bodybuilder, not getting that bodybuilder physique, the, the uh, giant neck that you develop. <laughs> yep. It'll impress people. Yeah, but on the other token, too, we got to realize that we're talking more of an experienced lifter. That's the whole thing. And if we've got people that haven't done a lot of stuff per se, you know, let, let's face it, I, I deal with most of them like this. Majority of these older guys, let's say in their 40s, even in their 50s, they were all jocks at one time. I don't know how good they were, but the the basically, I'll be honest with you, we've talked about this recently. Um, I think a lot of people that go out and pedal strength or their coaches or whatever they're doing online, we've talked about this on many shows lately. I don't think a lot of them know jack shit. And if you notice out in this industry or whatever you want to call it, everybody's emulating everybody, all right? And the idea here is this. Isn't there anybody out there that's got something cutting edge where, you know, you bring in one of these weekend warriors that, let's say they've got the nine-month belly and they look literally pregnant, all right? They're so out of shape. Or on the other end, they're so thin they look almost like they're gone. If you don't know what that word means, to me, it's like dead. All right? It's just not there anymore. But the biggest problem I see with all this stuff, too, is the mental defeat. We talk about this over and over and over again. It doesn't matter if you go to Roger and he gets you snatching. He could get you walking with a barbell with your arms stretched straight out over your head for distance. You know, you could come here. I'll put, uh, number one, after you learn um, to control and master your body weight, 
I'll put you on that middies program. I'd love right now to find a kid for football who's 15 years old, 16 years old, that's going to play varsity. I guarantee you, this is a guarantee. Obviously, weight is not going to be a big thing right now, but the way to do it is going to be the big thing. Just like John's uh, uh, grandson, I guarantee you this kid would just destroy people on the field, and he might not be the biggest, he might not be the fastest, but the one thing he'd have over all of them is he'd have a mental train running through his head that nobody could break. That's the thing, especially when you're trying to get back. When you've been out of everything for so long, and you've gotten so used to these patterns and these habits that, you know, I'm sure the first time you came over here, most people would be out of gas in five minutes here. And that's not going to be routines where I would just push you, because if you do that to people, they'll never come back or you could kill them. Eric, let me yeah. give you one yeah. of my yeah. suggestions. When I get somebody like that, especially yeah. the old jocks, yep. uh, and it, it kills me when you say, yeah, the older guys that are 40. <laughs> like, oh! Yeah, well, I'm one of them, you know, too. I, I'm 46. Yep. But, uh, it, one of the things that I will have them do when they hit that gas point. Yeah, yeah. And... It's not too far into their workout. Yep. I tell them, look, I know you've got injury X, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, maybe several past injuries. The key is do what you can do. Right. Don't concentrate on you can't. Right. And we'll figure out something cool that you can do that's unique. Now, one of the things that I focus on is I love building things around a squat. Right. Program. Yep. And if you look at one of my favorite body weight exercisers out there for a sport, sumo wrestlers. Yep. Sumo wrestlers do a lot of body weight work, right? Yeah. Well, they sit in that squat position. Right. And they work it. They work their legs. You, you can see them sitting in that full squat position barefoot and rotating each leg at the hip and around the knee and working their ankles, that sort of thing. And you think if you'd never done it before, oh, you mean just sit in a full squat? Well, how much work is that? Right. So what I do is I have guys do some work till they're gassed. Yep. And I say, okay, we're going we're gonna to work on our squat. And this is where it gets really hard. And it's like, well, how much weight are we going to use? Because I, I'm, I'm dead. I said, oh, no, no you're not going to use any weight at all. In fact, uh, you might get to the point where you can use that broomstick over there at some point today. And they'll be like, well, what do you mean? I stop. Let's just get you into a full squat. And I drop down into a full squat. And they're like, well, I can't do that. I thought a squat was going halfway down. And, of course, their halfway down is not even right. halfway. It's maybe a it's more of a quarter. Yeah. I say, well, 
then we need to work on that yep. because you're not getting the range of motion in there. And then I show them, ultimately, I want you to be able to do a duck walk, not just with a broomstick on your back in a squat back squat position. Right. I want you to be able to do it with the broomstick in an overhead position and yep. ultimate an Olympic bar in an overhead position. Yep. And the guys are like, well, okay. Because they, you know, they don't want to say that they can't do something that is just body. Yep. And then we start working them and adjusting their foot position, adjusting their knees over their feet, uh, go back and forth with an empty barbell and a squat rack, and then down into the squat with the uh, body or with a broomstick. Yep. And most of those guys, I'll get them down into that full squat by the end of the workout. But the truth is, I've got to wear them out beforehand so that they can get the mental aspect nailed down to be able to even comprehend that they can do it. Yep. Well, everything's going to be a mental approach, but this is another, this is a show for another time. I mean, it's, you know, to get back, let's face it, you're going to have to master many things, obviously your body weight first and foremost, but then, you know, you stick with the basics, you know, squat, deadlift, some form of a press. Um, but but the problem the I don't even see it as a problem. The the main issue I think with anything is you have to get people that are somewhat highly motivated to begin with. And second of all, you've got to sell them on the premise that hey, look, it might have been twenty years or so since you've really done anything, but there is no one out there that cannot change and do the best they can. See, that's the thing because. If you believe in what society peddles out there, especially, you know, let's be honest. Most guys right now, if you've been reading anything, by 25, they're pretty much spent now. And I mean spent with... Oh, lo- I, I saw that in some magazine the other day at yeah. this community center. It's just, you know, they got a pile of magazines sitting around, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, somebody said, yeah, I was done at 25. I'm like, What? Yeah, well, and and you're looking in the twenty five. Well, yeah, and the military now is dropping their standards because these young kids, all raised on soy, it was too, can't even throw a hand grenade. And my crack was go throw your iPhone instead. Funny to a point, but not okay. So to get, you know, I think guys, especially in their thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, seventies, right to one hundred years old, here's the deal. Don't take anything for granted. Start going out, getting in shape, get back. Now, that does that mean maybe at one time you were super good with stuff and now you're about 25 years older? Well, it doesn't really matter because if you built real strength, the real strength will start to shine again. But if you need to do it, it can be done. Once again, physical culture is a lifetime commitment. It is. You know, uh, strength, lifetime commitment. Power, lifetime commitment. Mind energy, mind building, mind shifting, once again, lifetime commitment. That's why they like to put everything under one umbrella, which is physical culture. But as I call this place now, we call it Strongman Central here now. 
because of everything that's under this umbrella here. There's nobody that's got two businesses cooking with Manly Men's Movement is going to become its own separate entity pretty soon, I'm sure, because of the volume of people that's starting to come through here. Yeah, I can't wait to do some stuff with you with that, Eric. There's there's so much potential with that. Huge. Um, you know, and I tell everybody, you go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com. It's right on the very top. We are going to be changing some of the linkage with it, too, because we're going to make it more SEO friendly. We went over last night with an expert on SEO that has been a pal to, the, to me in the show for over five years. He wants to see this place explode. So... You know, Raj, you can go out there. You can do stuff with me. There's a discussion board. All you got to do is obviously fill out. It'll give your website um, some traffic, too, because it asks for the name, um, your email account, and obviously if you own a company, you put your website address in. You put in whatever you want in the board, and I guarantee you I and a lot of other people will definitely reply to it because – We're doing this for one reason. I know we're getting near time. And this is one of the biggest reasons, you know, when we talk about get back. You know, when you have the Charlies, the Rogers, the Frank DeMeos, you know, uh, Douglas, uh, Martin Janzik, I mean, on and on and on. All right? William Wong. Dr. Wong is the biggest uh, that I know of, of talking about men mainly because he's been involved in this stuff probably for 40 years. And his products not only cater to men, but many other avenues of men. Finally, the medical field is realizing that since the 70s, there were so many young boys fed soy milk that two things mainly have happened. They didn't develop right um, in the general area we would talk about in the middle between your legs, okay? And secondly, they were very feminine. And a lot of these boys were not in two mother and father families. Now, before I get a note from somebody saying, well, that doesn't matter because you can have a, a shit father or mother or both, I realize that. But the damage of not being alpha males and being these beta males is showing its head everywhere. Now, we live in a society that is so goddamn soft it makes me sick. All right? And when we talk about getting back, yeah. You know, I just was a guest speaker at a media and politics class. You know, I write. And uh, they uh, do a a a lot of newspaper work, all that sort of thing. And... uh, the, I, in, in addition to talking about, you know, the evolution of the newspaper industry, yep. uh, I had some advice also on writing. Yeah. And it wasn't just, hey, it, you know, like Stephen King said, you know, the road to hell is paved with adverbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which yep. I love. I love that quote. But the that's a strict writing thing. I went back to Hemingway, who believed that you have to have lived to be able to write. Yep. And one of my pieces of advice for these students is get rid of the phone for a while. Yep. You know, that everybody has, you know, glued to their hand and the side of their head. Yep. And 
do some things. And I mean actually live. And I told them to do three different things. And this is a general student population. It's not the weightlifters that are listening to us right now. But the advice is good regardless. Yeah. I said, do something that is outside of your job and the phone and all that sort of thing. I said, one thing that I think would be that everybody should do is play a musical instrument. Yep. Which is seems far afield, but it gets your mind working in a different way. Yep. And they said, travel to a third world country and don't just hang out in the tourist spots. Actually travel and get to meet people and go to places that might be a little bit uncomfortable. Eat some interesting food while you're there. And third, learn to box. Yeah, athlete. And people learn to box. That's when I got all of the weird looks. They thought, oh, yeah, you know, we're musical instrument. That makes sense. Oh, of course, travel. Uh, there's the train going by. I don't know if you can hear it. but Yep, there it goes. <laughs> 12 o'clock train. Yeah, it's uh, flying by. Uh, anyway, I said learn to box because here's the thing. You need – a lot of you need to get punched in the face. Yep. Because I'm not saying get a broken nose. I'm not saying go become a professional boxer. I'm not even saying, uh, it, you know – you have to buy your own heavy bag or something like that. Spend some time in a boxing ring because all of a sudden the shit gets real. And when the shit gets real, that's when all of a sudden you've got something to talk about. Yeah, you have you to have live. your back up against right. the wall at some yep. point. Well, you've come to the right place here. You want to hit, feel back against a wall. Um, and I'll tell you, even a better place they can go in the United States. Go and look up Skid Row in Los Angeles. You want to see something that will make your head spin. Um, it's forgotten by all the do, do-gooders out there that want to set up all these sanctuary cities. They won't even admit that this place exists. It is by far the most vile thing I've ever seen anywhere. And these are people that live in tents, literally on the sidewalk in the street. And I've seen film of it. You you can't even look at it without wondering that all these caring do-gooders that know this exists could care less. And this is what, this is what, and I don't like getting into this, but this is what a lot of the politics is with the media and things of that nature. They align themselves into something that's going to grease their pockets, and this is what they go after. If you've seen, I tell anybody, go out on YouTube and type in Skid Row, Los Angeles. If that doesn't make you think how fortunate you are, no matter what you're going through, I don't know whatever will. Now, I don't know, and I have a feeling a lot of these people make choices, and they've chosen to live that way, and unlike what our good friend Steve Jack says, 
they will not shoulder responsibility. And when we talk about getting back with anything, you have to have a deep-seated belief. These are words that I use. These are like words that I'm putting together right now. Number one, you have to have standards. But you have to have your belief first. Number two, obviously your standards. But probably right up there with one, two is to choose. The fourth one would be your power. The fifth one would be I will. The sixth one will be I can. Okay? The next one will be I'm confident. The next one will be I'm certain. The next one will be don't be afraid to say yes. Too many people are saying no. Obviously. And one of the things you want to do is always say I know. That's another big word. But one of the biggest things that you could ever do is go out and read Think and Grow Rich. You want to read a classic, you want to change your life, you want to change the way you feel, you want to become a success no matter how you brand it, I would suggest if you don't own that book, go out and buy it today. You can buy it right off Manly Men's Movement if you want through uh, Amazon where we're affiliated with. If not, I'm sure you can get it at any bookstore. It's a classic it will always be the top gun in any type of thing you do um, as far as success, however you deem it. But this is these are the things, these are the ways that I live now more than I ever have. But I'll tell you right now, the biggest life lesson besides my brother Jimmy and the Hulk is physical culture. With all the things we endure in life, and you always got to think there's another opportunity, you have to be optimistic it's very easy to get pessimistic there's some shit that happened to me before the show if i wasn't dedicated to the show and doing the show with roger i would have said fuck it i'm not even going to do it but i won't do that because i know that like the picture shows of the two men with the pickaxe going after the gold and they're all the way through the tunnel and one guy says you know what it's not going to happen So he turns around and walks away from it. But the other guy keeps going. Goes a few more feet. Guess what? He's through the wall. He's got his pot of gold. If you don't think that can't happen to you, then I don't know if you should even listen to us anymore. But if you do have optimism and you believe in what you do, you will hit it. Believe me. And I know I will hit it too. As Bill Crawford said to me, and he didn't use the word the journey in the way you hear the BS out there. Oh, it's a journey. Bill was more like, Bill's been on a big journey, and now he's changing where he's living, you know, where he'll be training, everything, which is a huge move, especially when you have young kids. But the doctor being an MD and the potential for where he's going in the Carolinas for a huge position, and he knew he had nothing left where he was, is incredible. And as he said to me, he said, you know, Eric, he goes, I know, like myself and a lot of other people, you've gone through a lot of hell lately. And I said, yep. And he says, this is the journey where your greatness is going to be out there because I know that you are very special in what you do. And he says, it's going to happen, man. But can you hang out long enough? That's the question I pose to everybody today when we talk about getting back and getting knocked down and get your head kicked in so many times and hearing from people say, you can't do that. Give up on it. You're, you know, you're, you're this, that, and the other thing. And I say to them, 
which most of them I won't even answer anymore, is like, you know, this is the life I've chosen. There is no going back. And, you know, you reach a point, I've said this over and over, there's a point you're going to reach if you're dedicated to what you love to do. I don't care who you are. Yep, I've taken part-time jobs. I've got to get another one to keep sustaining here. But I can't stay with them long because I miss the damn business so bad. And second of all, I can't go back anymore. I, I that Whatever's happened, whether it's the burning the boats, drawing the DNA line in the sand, as I say all the time and I upset my mother big time, I said either this is going to kill me or I'm going to kill it. Nobody wants to hear that. But that's the way an entrepreneur thinks. There's nowhere else for me to go. Not unless I win the lottery tonight. And if I did, it wouldn't matter anyways. I would still do this, only it would be light years where it is now. But right now is going to be the thing. When we all stand up initially in front of thousands of people, and they'll be like, how did you do it? How did you sustain And every one of us that's on that stage is going to all probably have a different story, but the threads will be very similar. So, to get back, to get forward, to become the force you want to be, think about those words that I use, that I live by. Think about what you can do, and think about physical culture. Think about that barbell how that barbell can change your life like you've never seen before. And if you are interested, you can reach out to Roger, myself, or anybody on the show. But most of all, become an example. Bring your wives or your husbands in. Bring your kids in especially. With all the things, with the soy and the the emasculation of men, like I said the other day, people were sending me notes. Emasculate a bull, what does he become? A cow. He's nothing anymore, other than food on the table if you want it. Look at bulls. Look at the way they move. Look at the way they walk. And, you know, their jing is moving all the time. You need to do that too. Get your balls moving between your legs again. Get an attitude of a winner. Get the attitude of, hey, I don't like this anymore. I'm going out and doing what I want to do. And most of all, get back to what you want to be. When you can do that and achieve it, I'm telling you, I'm looking for the notes already from you. You'll come on the show, too. I will bring you on the show. Raj, uh, summarize anything you want. Give out all your info. I'll give mine out. And hang on, if you would, please. Yeah, absolutely. So, Roger LaPointe, uh, Atomic Athletic, the uh, print publication that I do is the Garage Gym Journal. Uh, you can now buy... Uh, photos uh, on actual real photo paper, you know, well done, all that sort of thing, on garagegymjournal.photoreflect.com. And, uh, you know, so garagegymjournal.photoreflect.com. And that's something where, it, you know, it never occurred to me that people would want the photos that I'm using in the garage gym journal but uh it you know people are asking for them so now i am making them available and in a variety of sizes and formats and whatever whatnot you can go to the site check it out i won't belabor it uh as far as physical culture goes 
do some basic exercises. Learn one exercise a week, and all of a sudden you're going to have a whole arsenal of them. And really learn the basics, your squat, your deadlift, some kind of a press. And work it and study it from every angle. Do that deep dive into the subject. And that kind of mental training associated with learning that physical skill is going to help you in every aspect of your life. That's the physical culture miracle, which I I hate saying miracles like the, the, you know, is it a miracle? Uh, I just learned how to do something and do it right. Oh, you know, my grandpa told me that one time and I thought, oh, interesting. But it, it, the physical thing, this physical culture game will do it for you. And if everything else is going wrong, you can always go do squats. And after you're done, the world's going to look better. No matter how crappy or weird or uh, feeling like you're going nowhere it is, you can do squats. And then maybe you can't do squats for some reason. I don't know. Maybe you got some physical problem or something. Fine. Do presses. Do deadlifts. Whatever. Find that one basic exercise. Build everything else off of it. And really, really learn it. And... You know, you will do better. Yeah. And That's my thing. Yeah. And add a gallon of whole milk to it and you'll become a superstar. There you go. Right there. You got anything else, Raj? Ah, that's it. You know what? If people do that, <laughs> they can become Mr. America. That's money in the bank, man. This yeah. is Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Uh, obviously, um... Go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc. That's the product. Also go out to our uh, – well, I'm trying to think of the other page I wanted to use. Um, go out to our Prosperity Conscious page. That's all donations. Anything you give to us, we'd be very appreciative of because I feel with over 800 podcasts, there's nobody that hasn't drawn something from here because I know – that I get the letters and notes from them. And I thank everybody. Believe me, I'm very thankful for what we've gotten here. But we need to keep rolling, especially with the money coming in, and et cetera, et cetera. It's all there. Go out, check it out. Anything you'd like to give in advance, we'd appreciate it. Also, too, go out to um, motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Roger and I have done. Also, too, don't forget to um, go out to... Um, our main page here, motivationmuscle.com. Sign up for a free newsletter. Um, it goes right to my MailChimp account, and away it goes. Also, too, um, our YouTube channel. Go out to Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. Also, our Manly Men's Movement. That is out on FiorelloBarbellCo.com, and that is going to be massive. Massive. And uh, send something to us. I mean... It doesn't take long. You got video. I don't care. You're lifting stones, rack work, anything, deadlifting, farmer's walks. Believe me, these kids are so interested, and we're all interested. 
We are here to share information, and we are here to promote men. Nothing against Yeah, that women. stuff's in- inspirational. Very inspirational. And you know what? Men have been taking it between the shoulder blades for 50 years. Let's get together, men. Let's start working. So go out and look at all that. Don't forget, too, we're doing the free um, strategy sessions. Uh, we'll talk about anything you want to. Uh, if you're in the New York area, come up to Albany. I'll give you the best hour of training you've ever had, depending on what it is, you know, at that point, how healthy are you. But I guarantee you I can come up with anything on the fly. Also, too, we will also talk to you through Skype. We are all over the world. In fact, we're in Brazil and Italy now being heard. So who knows what's going to happen. Uh, it's real interesting stuff, and I feel that we are positioned to go anywhere with this show. Could be radio. It could be on terrestrial radio. Um, I know what the trends are in this business. I feel we're positioned perfectly. And with now uh, Milo gone, you know, you got to go somewhere. I know there's other shows out there, but listen, and you'll tell, and people tell you what they hear. Um, also, too, go out to Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.r.com. Uh, if there's a show you like Roger and I to do, just send me a note and we'll get it done. Um, also, iTunes and Stitcher, uh, give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten. If you have your car radio, AHA directory, you can get us on your radio 24-7. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give them five words of inspiration that can change your life. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You never know what people are going through. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And as the great Hoose of Steel Stone Crusher says, in blood red, domination, we clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And Russell Furr says, whenever he listens, when I hear you guys, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. Every time you listen to us, it's upped. It never goes the other way. Also, Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Be uh, leaders, uh, never quit, and quitters never win. And that's the whole thing. You know, uh, being a leader is the way to be. As my dad says, be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor ever, would walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. Keep saying that to yourself. What a mind shift that creates. Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your friends we're coming. We will not kick your door in. We will blow the roof off your house. Join the family. Join us. Join the revolution. I'm telling you right now, 30 more years at least of broadcasting excellence here. Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And I don't know many people that would say that today, as I always say. Um, And really, um, well, we'll get to that at the end. Raj, great show. Thanks for being on, sir. Thanks, Eric. Glad to be here. You are welcome. So, before I sign off, life is asking something from you. It's not the other way around. Go out and do something. Be the genius all of you are. And whatever the naysayers and the pessimists and everybody else out there says about you in the world, don't believe it. Go out and create your own world. 
You might be part of this whole thing, but you don't have to let them get into your head. And if you do, you're going to learn the ways to get rid of it. Believe me. So, for Roger LaPointe, this is Eric Fiorello. This show will be up either tonight or tomorrow. And don't forget, get out there and listen to the brand new Bill Crawford show I did and the brand new Nicole Davis show. These two shows, among all of them, were just unbelievable. And they will inspire you just like this one. So remember, get back and maybe you go out and watch Rocky Three too. It might even give you a little more vision. So thanks for listening, everybody. And we will talk to you soon and have a great week. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.